day uh, a much needed day of relaxation and uh, getting centered okay sounds good sounds good uh, I yeah, just huh? yawn so um, I should not be tired I spent most of my day lounging oh very mm-hmm. nice yeah the week has been very um because of the snow day, uh huh, everything snow days, everything kind of got pushed to this week. So I've been working very long hours, and I'm exhausted. This is the first day that I didn't have to be anywhere. Mm. I plan to um kind of take care of some personal things, and the only thing that happened was I slept all day and laid around. All bed. right, nice. So. Excuse the yards. Oh my god. I oh my god. It. Now I'm gonna yawn. I'm so tired. I should not be at all. But yes, okay. Let's yeah. get to it apparently because I'm gonna fall asleep. You're gonna fall asleep and you're gonna make me fall asleep. Yeah. Right. That will be make for a very interesting podcast. Well, you know, there's that sleep, sleepy podcast. There's a sleep one, there's a few sleep ones. Okay, well, I don't, the, I don't think the whole sleep on the podcast. I think they <laughs> say things that make you go to sleep. <laughs> I think it's a little different. Hey, it's a new. Hey, that it means it's an uncharted territory. Okay, so um, hi. <laughs> um, wait, I'm sleeping. Um, the podcast <laughs> <Wait>. where. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm tired. Wait, I'm tired. Wait, don't wake me up. The podcast where the hosts um, sleep and it's yeah. recorded. Yeah, and you guys join along with us. Yeah, you can sleep too. The, the lull, the sound of my snoring <laughs> and your coffee or whatever you do, you sleep. So, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a light whistle. Okay. I was like, I know you do something. I can't remember. It's been a while since we've had a... Uh, vacation yeah (laughs) that's too funny okay so tell me um you tell me everything what's going on the news because i don't know what's going on the news oh my goodness well i i have a couple of pieces so as um as i well i know that you were aware that we had a government shutdown um Mm -hmm. earlier this week and um so they've been basically trying to get back to the table and figure out how to come to some sort of agreement. And a lot of it had to do with the issue of um, DACA. Mm-hmm. And so um, today, in today's news, um, the headline is that Trump supports a path to citizenship for up to 1.8 million dreamers in a new White House proposal. Mm-hmm. So... Um, 
basically and so basically what it says is um the plan offers a citizenship path to more than twice as many dreamers as were enrolled in a deferred action program that trump had terminated back in september a move that's likely to engender fierce blowback among some of the conservatives especially in the house mm-hmm. um so it seems good at first um but part of the problem is that it also includes well not the problem that's being pointed out is that it also includes a 25 billion trust fund for a border wall and additional security updates on the southwestern and u.s borders so it's sort of a compromise but there's other stuff in there too and so mm-hmm. um enough so, with the wall already enough with the wall already yeah. i mean it's the thing is like it's just not it's not gonna work it's just not gonna work like it's not a solution <laughs> to anything like <laughs> that's what ladders are for that's what tunnels are for like you can spend millions of billions according to this 25 billions billion dollars. dollars billions of dollars for that honestly we why i feel like there's so many other places that we could use 25 billion dollars um that uh, and to spend it on something like this that's not actually going to do anything like now i'm a big proponent of you know we need we do need to have secure borders and we do need to figure that out but this is like not it like this is not the like end-all solution that it keeps being like kind of you know, paraded as it's very. This is bizarre. a sitcom, yeah. um, cartoon <laughs> solution to a very real problem. Yes. The wheel of people who are fleeing horrible conditions in their countries—you cannot stop it with a wall, and the uh-uh. wall is not even in certain places along the border. It's not even possible, right? Exactly. Yeah, because the topography doesn't allow it. Right. Um, So it's just it's such a it's such a it's such a dumb thing, and it's almost like this uh, attempt to like make good on this huge campaign promise that was never a good promise to begin with. But he's not making good. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm like very angry. I haven't really spoken (laughs) a lot today. So you're awake now. I'm awake now because it's not making good on a promise because that person said that he was going to get Mexico to pay for it, which first of all, what idiot believed that he was actually going to force another sovereign country to pay for something like really? So yeah, so he's not making good on his promise because all those people who voted for him, it's going to come, you're going to pay for it. You're going to be the ones, I'm going to pay for it, you're going to pay for it, if this actually moves forward, which, God help us all. God help us all. Yeah, it's just such Ugh. a, and it's, you know, so the thing about it, at least the the one article um, out of the Washington Post, um, so I, I um, admittedly have not read the breadth of um, the spectrum of articles that are likely out there, um, uh. so, but I will say just on a surface look at it, it does seem like, okay, well, I'm sort of um, 
you know, acquiescing or compromising to some degree with, re- with regard to um, the DACA um, program and all the people that that involves. But there's so much extra stuff in there that it makes it like not really, you know, it's like, oh, well, I can, you know, it's, it's sort of the thing where it's like, and now from now on, I can point back to that thing and say, well, you know, remember that time that I said, I would do this and you guys rejected it, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but we rejected it because there's a million other things in there. So um, it just and, and, you know, and the thing is, it's on both sides, like even this Washington Post article talks about how the Democrats are basically doubling down now and saying, you know, what they what they will and won't do and how um, any, anything that's going to, you know, like any additional um, attempts at this point are, you know, um, being rejected or, you know, there's, there's just not a lot of give on either side. And I think that mm-hmm. that is ultimately the problem is that this is really the kind of thing where everyone is going to have to compromise. Like there's going to have to be some crossing. There's going to have to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to have to be because border security is a problem. Um, It's I think across the board, people generally agree that the, this, this group of people that are, have, you know, been labeled the the dreamers, um, you know, don't need to be deported. Like these are, people who are contributing to our society, who are part of our communities, who have have Mm -hmm. basically been raised as Americans, even though they were not born here. And clearly we need to make a path for citizenship to them and what that needs to look like. There's lots of opinions about what that needs to look like, but that that is what should happen. Um, Mm -hmm. And so there is some places where there are common ground. and I don't think anyone disagrees that border security is an issue and that we do need to get it under control. But the the varying ways in which everybody um, wants to approach this problem and the solutions that are that are being, you know, proffered on either side are so divergent from each other at different points that it's just. Um, yeah, it's just it keeps coming back to a stalemate. And... Yeah, and added to that, just the animosity mm-hmm. on both sides, and how right. things have just gotten to this point of, yeah, it's, ugh. yeah, it's bad. I mean, and it doesn't help that comments that Trump has made with regard to several. I mean, you know, the, the whole El Salvador, uh, Haiti, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, people from those countries, those types of countries, uh, comment from a couple of weeks ago. And then, um, even on the campaign trail, kind of this, you know, idea of Mexicans and other Latinos and criminals and criminals and rapists, you know, and taking, um, taking certain isolated cases that were definitely awful and making them the, uh, picture, uh, print, you know, to paint the entire country, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, with is, um, you know, such just painting with such broad strokes. Um, it's just, it that doesn't help it either, because I feel like this part where it says like $25 billion trust fund for the border wall, 
And then the second piece of that is additional security upgrades on the southwestern and northern U.S. borders. Like, you know, I'm curious to know, like, what are those security upgrades and are those things that are actually viable? What does that actually look like? Mm-hmm. You know, because there might be some good ideas in there, but it's hard to get past the $25 billion trust fund for a border wall. You know, <laughs> like, that's always yeah, going to make And that's the, the thing with a lot of, like, bills and stuff. Even if it's something that's good, people tend to tack on, you know, the pork. Like, tack mm-hmm. on things that they personally want in exchange for getting you know, a bill passed, like yeah. my district needs this. So let's add that in and I'll vote yes. So it's kind of like the same old thing, but like on steroids. Yeah. And even though the, the shutdown wasn't, you know, very long, it it still found a way to like annoy me um, <laughs> because um, I had a client who had like a very serious like problem, kind of an immediate like emergency thing. Uh-huh. And people had, you know, there was a team of us kind of working to try to find a solution and get somebody on the phone, realized the person was in D.C., and that is why we could not get them on the phone. Uh-huh. So we were like, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a real thing that needs a solution, like, right now. We need to get on this, like, fast. And it's like, okay, like, luckily, you know, they've, you know, it's over, but oh my gosh, it was like, you know, who knew? Like, you know, how long it was going to last? Or, you know, they you know they assumed like it wasn't going to, you know, be shut down for very long. But still, like, mm-hmm. you know, these things have, like, serious repercussions. And uh, it's just, uh, just so annoying. I'm just... Yeah. It's annoying. Our, our, our government is, um, again, just a mess right now with, um, just like you said, the level of animosity, the, the level of um contentiousness between both parties mm-hmm. and and the fact that um we have a president president who tends to kind of stir the pot um which makes it more contentious and more <laughs> so yeah. it's just it's it's he's a like a circle. loose cannon like you never yeah. know what's gonna happen and that's just not you know ugh, it's horrible okay sorry Mm. 45 what 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 next what's what else (laughs) so okay so what else um so the uh gymnastics world has been rocked um in the last several weeks um Mm. and um as of um just you know over the weekend um Mm. upwards of more than 140 survivors of Mm. uh dr larry nazar um, mm-hmm. have come forward. So, um, and of those 140, four of them are a part of the fierce five, um, mm-hmm. who, you know, um, who we all, um, grew to know and love, um, mm-hmm. over the, um, Olympics. And so it's just insane. Um, the, um, there have been, uh, basically, uh, all these impact statements that have been made by many of the women who were abused, sexually abused. And uh, I love that the judge, like, mm-hmm. let them all be read. In oh, court. yeah. And he yeah. had to listen to them, which he objected to. Right. And so you can object all you want, little man, but you're going to sit there and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, um, Dr. Larry Nazar is awaiting sentencing on seven counts of criminal sexual misconduct 
and the former um he's a he so basically he's the former usa gymnastics physician and he'd already been sentenced to 60 years in prison for federal pornography charges Mm -hmm. and prosecutors have now asked for a life sentence in this case uh more than 100 individuals like i said 140 are expected or and 100 are expected to address him you know and this is um these impact statements have already happened um, mm-hmm. including um, a really a riveting um, impact statement by Ali Reisman. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was, um, it was really, truly um, moving uh, to see the strength of character that she had in addressing him. And she, um, I mean, she did not leave. Not only did she not, addre- not leave anything out in terms of addressing him and speaking her mind and saying all the things that mattered, um, but she also really called out the conspiracy that needed to be in place in order for him to have been allowed um, to abuse as many um, girls and young women as he did over the course of, well, the first accusation dates back to 1997. So that's the the first like known accusation, but who yeah, knows? Because he was like the doctor for, was it Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, and so there, you know, they. I I heard, I read an article, um, recently about the president who someone told her mm-hmm. about it, and they didn't do anything about it. So apparently, several people on the staff and administration there knew about these allegations. They didn't do anything, and there was some point about her being like a really excellent um, fundraiser, and they didn't want to get rid of her, but she did um, finally resign. I think today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After all of this, like, yeah, like, you you know. Yeah, no, there's, there is going to be, or there should be um, mm-hmm. a lot more heads rolling um, as a result of this, because clearly um, there were people that came forward um, over the mm-hmm. course of the many decades that he was um, a physician to these um, girls teams and abusing these athletes. Um, and especially just, you know, the way that Ali Reisman uh, described it, this idea that there were quote-unquote treatments that they were supposed to be receiving and that they couldn't refuse um, because they could get in trouble for not, mm-hmm. um, you know, following the prescribed regimen of whatever. And so it was under that guise that he would show up at their hotel rooms and for a treatment and you know so it's just um from just from every aspect so sick uh and 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 just depraved and so it's really uh it was was really heart-wrenching to to watch and read some of these um these impact statements by these girls or these women now and um so uh, Allie Reisman, one of the things that she said was, I have both power and voice, and I'm only beginning to just use them. All these brave women have power, and we will use our voices to make sure you get what you deserve, a life of suffering spent replaying the words delivered by this powerful army of survivors. So just, um, just really, uh, like I said, moving and also just so powerful to see them, uh, like you said, be allowed to have that platform, to be all of them to be able to come out and whoever, you know, wanted to make an impact statement uh, made it, including our friend, our little smirky friend, um, 
Miss, um, you know, uh, gosh, I just lost the page of the name yeah, on it. I know her name. Uh, Michaela. Michaela Maroney. Mm-hmm. Um, she filed a lawsuit back in 2017 against USA Gymnastics, Michigan State University, and the U.S. Olympic Committee for negligence in the Nazar case. And it was revealed that she signed a no disclosure agreement to remain silent over the claims as part of her 1.25 million settlement with USA Gymnastics, despite reports that the former gymnast would be fined $100,000 if she testified against Nazar in court. Maroney's impact victim impact statement was read for the judge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and what was really cool, it was I, Christy Teigen and, oh, I'm forgetting who the other um, celebrity was, but um, both when they heard about the $100,000 uh, fine that was going to be issued to her, offered to pay for it. Mm. Um, to say, you know, basically to say like, you know, whatever, like, you yeah. Know, you know, like people are this whole idea that there's even a non-disclosure agreement about something this this just heinous is. In fact, is these are like teenagers, and I did yeah. also read a part of his because the judge. I want to say that she he's already been sentenced. I can't remember. Like it happened like either today or yesterday or something. I don't know, but he um, made a a written statement or something, and basically showed no remorse some of it was just so just shocking and like well Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be shocking with you know the things that he's done but basically he you know a lot of victim blaming basically said that um they came back and you know for the treatments and thanked him you know year after year time after time and at one point said there's nothing because the judge wouldn't read his whole statement she was like no um Uh she read parts of it and then like kind of there's a meme now a gif with her like flicking his statement like just kind of (laughs) tossing it and Um. she um basically said he basically said like you know there's nothing worse than a a woman scorned and i was Uh like really dude like wow so yeah so he's getting everything he deserves he's awful and yeah i just hope that all the people who were complicit and right. who allowed him, you know, just like the whole Sandusky thing, who people who just allowed yeah. this to happen to these yeah. girls who are already in a vulnerable situation, mm-hmm. like they're away from home, they're away from mm-hmm. their parents, they don't have, you know, that covering. And, you know, the parents are putting their trust in these people to do the right thing, help mm-hmm. their children, you know, their daughters achieve this like amazing like dream. And it's just like, how could you just not protect the, the children you know like so it's yeah just, it's yeah. just mind-blowing it, I just it, yeah I it's it is mind-blowing and it's it's I do hope that there is just a huge ripple effect and that everyone who um needs to be assigned blame is assigned blame and, and reaps those repercussions uh, uh Michaela Maroney says um our silence has been given our silence has given the wrong people power for too long and it's time to take our power back. And I do feel like mm-hmm. that really sums it up, you know, that um, the fact that people agreed, not, you know, like that pushed uh, these no- non-disclosure agreements on these girls, mm-hmm. um, paid them off um, with, you know, millions of dollars in settlements in order to not talk, like just the, the huge amount of uh, effort 
that went into making this, uh, you know, keeping this silent is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's, it's, it's more than overdue um, yeah. that, that these, um, these girls get justice. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that is newsworthy. Awesome. Those were good stories. Those are stories I actually knew a little something about. Especially <laughs> so I was like, hey what? what? So my viral box, the thing that I'm sorry, like just to add something kind of light and silly. Please. This cracked me up so much. Okay, so basically this is us fans versus the crock pot. Have you heard about this? Uh, <laughs> no. I mean I watched the episode, so I know I know what you're referencing, but no, I don't know about the... Okay, so I haven't even watched the episode. That was on my to-do list for today, and I just didn't get around to it, because... <laughs> you were busy sleeping. Yeah, so um, I did watch Grownish because I was like, that's a, you know, a lighter commitment. I love that little show. And also, I don't feel like crying right now. I'm so tired. Like, oh, I don't yeah. feel like crying. Yeah. I know, you know, this is it. So anyway, mm-hmm. so this is us at the beginning of the season. Promise us that we'll learn the cause of Jack Pearson's death. Mm-hmm. So this past episode again, which I have yet to see, hinted that a faulty crock pot mm-hmm. was the cause. Mm-hmm. So because people on the internet are crazy, <laughs> people are throwing out their crock pots. There have been oh, memes. No, are you serious? Yes, crazy people are posting on crock pot social media pages, basically blaming them for killing oh. this fictional <laughs> character. <laughs> people are absolutely insane that is crazy okay so it became such an issue that the powers that be at crockpot issued a statement to the washington post that is too long for me to read because they talk about you know the show they talk about how the crockpots from that time or the crockpot i guess was from this was an old crockpot from the 70s and they talk about the differences the differences between crockpots now and the safety measures they've you know gone through they also talked about how they hope that the people at This Is Us will say something. <laughs> Are they going to say something? Oh, my goodness. But, you know, that the is thing insane. is, the, the show creator did say something. I can't, I, I can't find his, like, quote right now, but he oh did make gosh. a little post about it. But this is what Crock-Pot posted on their Facebook page because they were getting, <laughs> again, they had like a full long statement that they po- had posted in the Washington oh Post. And this is their Facebook um, post, which is, I was like, Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> this is a spoiler alert. We'll, we're still trying to mend our broken heart after watching This Is Us on Tuesday night. America's favorite dad and husband deserved a better exit, and Crockpot shares in your devastation. Don't further <laughs> add to this tragedy by throwing your Crockpot slow cooker away. It's hard to pass something down from generation to generation if you throw it away. Grandma won't be too happy. Spending time with his family while enjoying comfort fruit from his Crockpot was one of his favorite things to do. Let's all do our part and honor his legacy in the kitchen with Crockpot. XOXO, Crock-Pot forever in your heart and forever in your home. Oh, that is very good. That is mm-hmm. very funny. Good. Well, I'm glad that someone <laughs> that someone has, like, a sense of humor and, like, you know, because, I mean, honestly, this is so ridiculous. It would not even <laughs> occur to me, like, it's, I, I just, I cannot 
the things that people think of to do or to like make a thing it's just I literally put some chicken in my crock pot like (laughs) this is not (laughs) I love my crock pot you know, I was like, you know, I'm, you know, in our forties, like a crock pot, and you and your Instapod, like it's, it's our, it's our jam, like it's what we do. Oh, it's what we do. I'm telling you. And if I can have my crock pot and my Instant Pot going simultaneously, <laughs> like I'm creating two meals at once without any effort whatsoever. That is like my Zen place. Yeah, it it was so crazy. Yeah, so that was hilarious like i said i had i haven't even seen the show and i just saw the memes and the people talking and all the outrage and i just fell out laughing because i was like people are crazy people are absolutely nuts i love people it. people are nuts yeah that is hysterical and and it is a tearjerker as usual so you were right to put it aside if that's not what you felt like today because it was definitely that oh uh, and like after the Super Bowl is going to be like the death episode. I was like, really? What a downer. Right. After the Super <laughs> Wait, there's so they're going to have like a special episode on that Sunday? Yes. That's random. They're like, and after the Super Bowl, Mm-mm. this is us. I was like, no. <laughs> so- I mean, at this point, you pretty much have an idea. You know, once you see it, you'll see like, you pretty much have an idea of what or, like, there's only a few things that could have happened, or there's certain scenarios that played out. So, like, it's yeah, I was like, good. the episode before we saw that they forgot to buy batteries for the smoke detector, right? Then, you know, so it's like they're not being very subtle, yeah. Uh, like, it's just a matter of like, okay, how did he get caught up in the fire at this point? Like, how did everybody else get out, but you're still, you know, like, you're the right. only one, you know? So, and we know yeah. Kevin wasn't there. Yeah, and it's that that becomes even clearer in this episode because he's um, over at Sophie's house. Like, that's what uh-huh. you find out. So, like, he's definitely not home. Like, so, like, you know why Kevin survives, but at this point, the way that they left it last night, it's kind of like, okay, well, everyone but Kevin is home. Right. Um, so, so that's what I was thinking. That's like, really the question. kind of gone. Mm-mm. I thought it had something to do with his alcoholism, alcoholism mm-hmm. which we see like wasn't hasn't been really a factor this year. So I was like, okay, what's happening? Okay, right. so yeah, this is going to be interesting. So mm-hmm. this is us, you horrible people, oh wonderful God, show, you wonderful horrible people, you wonderful horrible people. <laughs> Play with my emotions like Play that. Play with my emotions, Smokey. Oh Lord, Jack, Jack, Jack. <laughs> Jack okay. Pearson. Yes. Okay. So at least I'm glad Vito. Um. Um. Is it, it's Vito, right? What's his name? The guy. Oh, who that, oh the actor. Yes, Vito. Yeah. Um. You know that he's playing a character that I enjoy because I hated him on. Oh yeah, we hated Gilmore him. Girls. Yeah, I was not Team Jess ever. Ugh. Yuck. Um. So yeah. So. Okay, so wait, tell me everything. Couple mm. of big things. One thing I kind of teased you when I talked to you earlier this week, mm. which I'm sure you may or may have heard from. So I'm going to start with something that, again, like you don't even know about, but it's just on my heart because I'm just so sad about it. Okay. Okay. One of my favorite reality shows, you know, is Married to Medicine. Right. And I'm finally all caught up. So Thank God. Uh, one of the my favorite couples on the show they the wife went to my alma mater and her husband went to you know school nearby um she's <laughs> a OBGYN wow. so yeah so there's like you know that you know that there's that whole thing 
Um, and so they're super cute. Um, been married for 21 years. Just renewed their vows. Had a big old thing in Hawaii last year. Mm. Uh, which, I'm sorry, for reality shows, that seems to be the kiss of death. Whenever somebody renews their vows, they're, like, divorced the next season. I was so, going to say, they are always not a good idea on TV for some mm-mm. reason. So, um, a lot of couples on the show are having marital issues, but apparently um, Dr. Simone and Cecil are going to be the first couple to divorce. Like, pretty much everyone on the show, like, like at least three or four of the couples are having marital issues, mm-hmm. which, honestly, like, it's just marriage. Like, you're having issues. Um, one of them is the most serious. Another um, doctor, another OBGYN, her husband cheated on her. And it was very public hmm. and in blogs and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was just very embarrassed and, like, sure. you know, betrayed, but also, like, just embarrassed by yeah. how big it became. Because she's very well known in Atlanta. Hmm. Um, and so they're, she filed for divorce, but they're still technically married. But these will, they will be the first couple to divorce from the show. Hmm. So kind of sad because they've you know been together so long they have you know two boys one just mm-hmm. went off to college i believe at howard um and they have another one who's a, you know a teenager but you kind of saw it coming because they became less of a couple in in you know the past year because you know she's OBGYN working crazy hours he's an mm-hmm. it manager and she bought another house closer to her off to the hospital uh-huh. so that she wouldn't have to drive all the way home some days. Uh-huh. And so, you know, just kind of as an emergency, I was like, again, had to be a doctor where you can have. So they, like, frequently they reference the North House and the South House okay. on the show. Uh-huh. And so there became a lot of days where she would just like stay at the house when she didn't necessarily need to because it's quiet. You know, <laughs> she doesn't, you know, wow. they didn't. Yeah, and they didn't want to move the boys because the boys were going to a certain school and they wanted like them to have this kind of regular kind of routine. So, uh-huh. yeah, you could see that it all kind of like unraveling because they weren't spending that time together. Um, and she said this. She said, there is no if here. There are no games. I am not pretending I am done. I have reached a place where I am in a marriage where I do not feel loved and no sacrifices are being made for me to make me feel loved, I must move on. So that's Aww. kind of her. So yeah, I felt like really sad because of all the couples, they seem like the most um, real, like, you know, they've known each other since college. And so they uh-huh. had like that, like, we're friends. Right. And we were married. So it was kind of like more than like a lot of the other couples. Like, it's like they knew each other uh-huh. like since they were kids you know what I mean so it's, it's uh-huh. like really you know it's kind of that sad. is really sad yeah it's very sad it's awful yeah so that was that so I was just like no when I saw uh-huh. that okay so the next thing which is so exciting the Oscar nominations yes very exciting yes so nine movies for best picture call me by your name darkest hour dunkirk get out ladybird phantom thread the post the shape of water and three billboards outside ebbing missouri yep so i've only seen two i've only seen three i've seen three so but still it's yeah it's a it's an uphill uphill battle to get those all in by march 4th 
Yeah, I think I can absolutely do it. It's gonna I can do it. It's going to take a little it. bit of effort. Yes, you're um, up to the challenge. Yeah, just, you know, as you know, like, this is a very big thing for me. When I was in L.A., I used to have an Oscar viewing party every year as a part of a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, apparently, you are taking my party away from me, but whatever. No, no you you left your party. <laughs> no, no, no. You left your when party I left life. the party disbanded no nope. party's still going but rude anyway best picture so <laughs> so far like i love get out like i haven't, haven't seen anything like that the person who's on um instagram who said it was predictable i was like where is, do yeah. you live where yeah, that what, was predictable? yeah what 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 level of imagination do you have that that was a predictable movie to you? Are you Jordan Peele? Did Jordan right. Peele write that Instagram <laughs> right. post? Because if you're not Jordan Peele, yeah, I don't see I how you predicted any of what was happening in that movie. I've I've never been. I've seen scary movies, and I've never been as scared as. I was I was in my car going home scared. Like I was like, why am I scared in my car? Like I, Ooh, like, I did go by myself, which is good because you know I don't do scary movies. And so I was like, oh Lord Jesus. Yeah. I was just hiding behind my hands. I was like grabbing hands and grabbing yeah, it was scary. So mm-hmm. um yeah, but very good. So I know I'll probably try to see um Three billboards outside Edmond, Missouri, in the shape yeah. of water, like sometime this weekend. Yeah. Um, I think three billboards is probably the favorite. It won the Golden Globe, it won the SAG Award. So I think it's, you know, that's probably the front runner and it's a very interesting premise. So um, that will be interesting um, to see. Also, someone we've talked about in the past, big news. Mm. Mary J. Blige. Yes. Two Oscar nominations for Moonblood. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You know, talk about the comeback, kid. I'm like, when I heard, I was like, well, praise God. Some good news <laughs> for her in this horrible, horrible year that she's been having. Yeah, she's had a t- yeah this 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 kind of i mean you know it doesn't completely make up for everything but it's certainly oh um, absolutely not but at least you have some you know because it could be a situation where your private life is horrible and shambles mm-hmm. and your work yeah. life is a shambles at least right. one thing is kind of at least one thing is good and on the up and up yeah and up and up and like you know who would have thunk it you know 1991 when I'm Man. up there singing "Real Love" and "What's the 411," then Mary <laughs> J. Blige in her, you know, yeah. boots and like Doc Martens and baseball yeah. jerseys would be hiding behind Oscar her bangs and her looks. Yeah, <laughs> would be an Oscar-dominated, you know, actress. That's wonderful. So I'm so excited it is. for her. It's very Although, exciting. Honestly, I don't think she's gonna win. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I haven't seen, and that's the thing, I need to, I, it's not just that I need to catch up on the six films that I haven't watched, but there's, um, there's a few that I want to see that, you know, that incorporate some of the other big categories, like Icon Actor. Yes, you know, and so, um, that, because I, I do really want to have, um, a good understanding of, like, who the actresses are that are up against one another for what roles, so, um, so yeah, first not I'm knocking out here's my strategy. I'm knocking out all the best films first. And yeah, then, that's the way to do it. 
best actress, best actor, anything that, you know, didn't get caught in that best film category, catch up with those. And then I'm pretty much good. But, you know, if I feel like, you know, I still have a weekend to go or a little bit more Some of the, like, best screenplay, like, that kind of thing, you will go into that. So, yeah, yeah, talk about, I tell you, Allison Janney, who I love, you know, again, West Wing is one of my all-time favorite shows. And Alice and Jenny, any I was like, I will give any show a chance if a cast member from the West Wing is on it. Pretty much. It's pretty much. And so Alice and Jenny is an amazing actress. She's and good. she did such an incredible job at I Tanya. And you know, she's kind of been winning, you know, all the big awards so far for it. So mm-hmm. I kind of see her um kind of taking the Oscar too, and it will be well deserved, you know, just in terms of her um, length in the industry, you know, it, it will be well deserved. Um, I think because just because of her filmography and her, you know, television roles, and she's just an amazing actress. I love Allison Janney. So yeah, she's very talented. And I've always there's been several things that she's been in that I'm always very impressed by her her skills. Yeah. So also my favorite best animated feature. Um, I only saw Coco, and you know I absolutely adored that movie. I just really hope it wins. It was just such a beautiful Aww. and touching story. I like went to go see it with Bestie and the God Girls one time while I was out there and I literally was just sobbing at the end. It was just so beautiful. And just like, you know, the fact Aww. that it incorporated like that cultural um, element and I think you know it was great to kind of educate you know kids about this different um, cultural celebration even though you know mm-hmm. of course it's not totally accurate you know it's a cartoon but at least introducing sure. children to um, this cultural um, you know kind of celebration that you know being from LA we've kind of know a little bit about or you know it's kind sure. of like something that's you know talked about a lot and in schools and whatever but like kind of just to have this go, you know, kind of worldwide. I think it's awesome. And again, it's just so beautiful. I find myself humming the song um, all the time and it just makes me cry. It makes me sad. You know, it's a, um, you know, it's like a, you know, a father daughter relationship. It's Aww. kind of like the central, um, one of the central, like, you know, storylines of the uh-huh. um, movie Coco's the name of his, you know, great grandmother so it's just uh, yeah so sweet I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to try to fit oh, that one in too I haven't seen it okay take someone with you because you're oh gonna be a gosh. puddle of I tears. know that's why I, that well yeah you, you told me your reaction and, and again sort of the synopsis when you first saw it and I was like oh gosh I don't know if I, would I didn't know so I well you in. went in not knowing I was like yeah so now it's like okay now that I know it's like yeah oh, gosh, the tears I started flowing uh, and it was like heaving crying to the point where you know it was like are you okay and I was like <laughs> you know and the kids like tried to like comfort me you know because they were oh, you so know upset sweet. that I was so sad but it was just you know so beautiful and sometimes you know Te- you know, tears are nothing to be upset about. You know, Absolutely. they come. You yes. know, and I just love that. You know, it's a beautiful thing that I could see my relationship with my father mm-hmm. and the relationship that they, you know, 
um, displayed in the uh-huh. in the movie. So I just yes. thought it's just beautiful. So okay, Good. go Coco, yes. go Coco. <laughs> Yes. Aww, good. Okay. And you know, one more thing. We're just gonna mm. talk briefly about this, or or not. You know, we have some time. But um, <laughs> we have time. Yeah, I mentioned to you earlier, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna talk to you about it because I know you're not on you know social media. But I was like, I'll just save it for wait, tell me everything. So I'm. You probably have heard of it because people have been talking about it all over. Um, but Monique and her call to boycott Netflix. Yeah, no, I literally, because I, so I have not been on Facebook this week or for like, yeah, going on a going on a week now, t- taking a little Facebook break, and um, and so yeah, no, I don't know. I saw like you mentioned it, and then um, I had um, I was checking a, a messenger uh, message that I got, and the first thing that came up when I went like open my Facebook page was something like Monique something I was like oh, oh nope not <laughs> I was like nope don't want to look at that because I knew you were going to tell me about it so I'm ready I have no idea okay. what this is about okay well first of all she had a lot of set to say so there were a lot of like videotapes she had her, her husband have a podcast so she talked about it on there she just had a lot to say so basically Monique was offered um, a comedy special on Netflix so you know Netflix does you know, okay. these comedy specials, you know, Dave Chappelle, Chris uh-huh. Rock had one. Another Amy Schumer had one. So uh-huh. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock were offered about $20 million a special. Okay. And so and Dave Chappelle did about three specials for them. So Yeah, it's a total ching, of ching, three, ching. and they're all amazing. Yeah, so, um, and Amy Schumer um, uh, was originally, ugh, I just don't like her. She's so I mediocre. Cannot. So mediocre, go ahead. And she was offered, uh, but she's not for me. That's not why she exists. So eleven oh, million dollars. You know, she was offered eleven million dollars for her special, and okay. she um, negotiated um, based on what Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are getting, talking about gender pay um, disparities or whatever. And I'm like, you ain't Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. How dare you? If so. If- Whoever the male version of Amy Schumer is out in the world is not Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. So it has nothing to do with gender, honey. You're just not that talented. Right. So a lot of people were mad when she, you know, was trying to use them to negotiate, you know, and using gender as a kind of her point. And she did get an extra $2 million out of it. She ended up, I think, negotiating it to $13 million. Okay. Yeah, $2 million, yeah. $13 million out of it. And so a lot of black people were mad. They're like, don't be um, using our legends to negotiate. You know, so it was like a thing then. But uh, Monique was offered um, $500,000 for her comedy <laughs> special. And so she said that Netflix was being racist. And they were also, um, oh, God. you know, she was blaming, you know, gender discrepancies because she was not being paid as much as Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock when her accolades, her awards, you know, she said she was like the most awarded decorated comedian. And for her to, you know, it was an insult for her to be offered that, you know, small amount. And also, um, you know, people have been, you know, so a lot of people were, you know, whatever. And so her call was to boycott Netflix, you know, in solidarity with her. 
fine. So when I first heard that, I was like, girl, bye. You know, like, <laughs> I'm already boycotting Netflix, you know, for you. And so, what you know, a lot of people have been right. speaking out about it. So there have been a lot of think pieces this week about it. She's um, had a lot to say. Um, she's basically, like, I think her latest video was like, oh, y'all stand behind Oprah. Oprah, run, you know, gave this speech and, you know, talking about she's going to, you know, she should run for president. All y'all, you know, going in for Oprah. I'm like, not me. I ain't. So I'm not <laughs> talking about. So you ain't Look, talking to me. I'm not voting for Oprah and I'm not boycotting. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, okay, again, like, and so one of the think pieces was saying, you know, like, people don't have a problem protesting if they like the person. So it depends on, who, you know, if it's the person you like. So, so I guess very smart brothers at Panama was like, oh, like, you know, mm-hmm. people supported CAF until playoffs. Um, but people were like, because they don't like Monique, are not supporting her. And I was like, Screech, don't compare what CAF is doing to Monique. Right. This because- is, I mean, it has nothing. They're two totally, they're not even in the same category of protest, much less importance and, you know, significance. <laughs> right, because the thing is, like, pay disparity is a major, major thing. Um, I acknowledge that pay disparity along gender and racial lines are extreme, with black women, brown women, being at the bottom of the totem pole. However, I think this is a kind of a case of the messenger got in the way of the message. Like, now she's, like, rallying this movement but I was like I don't think this has anything to do with the movement it has to do with her because I don't recall seeing her um champion any of this until it hit her bank it had to do with her bank account yeah and I mean okay am I missing something like this Monique who what did what accolades is she talking about like well she won an Oscar so winning an Oscar automatically ups your pay grade and that's something that none of the other comedians have that were mentioned. Sure, but it's not. No, like it, it, they say that like men who win an Oscar that affects their pay grade, their paycheck, like an extra a few million dollars, and women like um, at least a half a million. So like they're acting like all, you know, like all those other things don't count. So okay. yeah, so ha- you know, usually like that'll add on like another half a million dollars. And so other people have spoken out. Um, like Wanda Sykes, who I personally think her stand-up is funny. Not as much recently, but like in the past, like I thought she was really funny. And uh-huh. so she Netflix offered her two hundred fifty thousand for her special, and she went elsewhere. Because the uh-huh. thing is, like Wanda Sykes, you know, may not be like hugest comedian, but Wanda Sykes stays working. She oh, she is stays on working every, on a hit TV show all Always. the time. So always. always. So she knows how to do that. So she didn't get what she wanted. So what did she do? She went somewhere else where she got the paycheck that she wanted. So a lot of people mm-hmm. were like, well, you just need, you're not relevant anymore. That's a lot of things people are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, she has her husband, you know, as her manager, like you need to get a real manager. Um, these negotiations shouldn't be something that you, um, this isn't the right way to negotiate. So there's a lot of like, things being you know kind of level so again like you know it's the first of all again like i've said way more about this than i ever care to say because first of all (laughs) again i'm not boycotting netflix because of monique um because i'm not gonna watch her special because i don't think she's funny 
Right. Well, I mean, and that's kind of what I'm getting to the bottom line of, too, is that I I understand that the the um, the pedigree that comes with, you know, Oscar nominee, you know, Oscar winner or whatever. So I get that. But at the same time, like it also is a formula that includes like your level of talent and your level of pull and like how much, you know, how, how is this going to benefit us? And I just don't see Monique as that quintessential like comedian. Like she's not funny to me. Oh, and that's the other thing they were talking about. Also, they're like, it may be because of Netflix um, position and not really seeing a return on their investment. They gave Amy Schumer all this money and the special wasn't really even that successful. So they're like, why would they do that again? Like, right. it doesn't make sense. Because so, again, at Netflix, it's, because that's yeah it's a business and that's that i mean so I mean, to me like that's that's what resonates the most with me is i don't disagree that if you have the caliber of talent of a dave chappelle and the pedigree of an oscar win and anything else that you know anything else you want to layer on top of that to go with it that your money should match somebody else of the same gender whatever you know like all things being equal it should be equal but that's not the case here. But the thing is, like, that's also so subjective to me. It can be, but when it comes down from a Netflix perspective, it's dollars and cents. And, yeah. like, Monique, put, you know, like, putting a special together, producing a special for someone like Monique to them is worth $500,000. It's not worth more than that because they're not going to get, there's not there's not a huge audience for that. I, I don't know, but... That's also, like, brought me to a similar thing, I think, for me. Um, most people can't relate to this, her particular struggle. Um, I get that she's playing at a very different level. But all I hear is someone being insulted by someone offering them half a million dollars to tell jokes for an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, I want someone to insult me in that manner. Right, and right, I feel right. like a lot of people feel similar. Like her, I think her audience, even if they're like for her, I feel like they're like, um, yeah, I can't get with you. Like I work hard all day, work twelve hours. I come back, I want to Netflix and chill. Not you know that one, but the regular, like straight up the PG Netflix and chill. Uh-huh. And you're like, want me to <laughs> give that up? Like my one kind of like. Mm-mm. joy yeah. of the day because you're not getting half of because you're insulted by half a million dollar offer I'm sorry I and I and I will honestly say part of it is clouded by the fact I'm not here for her I don't think she's <laughs> funny right and again like where were you when speaking up when like all this other, the Oscar so black or, you know, Oscar so white, rather, I wish the Oscar right. so black. Um, right, Oscar right. so white, like when all these other things were happening, where were you? Like, I maybe she was there, but I don't recall hearing anything about her or seeing her saying yeah. anything. And now she's like, rah, rah, rah. Um, yeah. Give me yeah. My, run me my money. And it, I think run it has to do <laughs> where, with her. The fact that, you know, like if you give a little, like you can you know, if you play the game, the people who making the big bucks, they're playing the game. Or they're making they're making alliances, they're uh-huh. um, being kind to people. 
Um, like you look at like a <laughs> Octavia Spencer, who they just talked about her and Jessica Chastain. So uh-huh. they were all in a room, kind of people were discussing um, pay disparity, and Octavia Spencer basically like had to tell her because she was not aware that black actresses were making significantly less than her and so she was like oh no like this isn't gonna happen anymore so she like aligned herself and basically championed um octavia spencer and like ended up getting her five times what her rate was before wow and she was like we're always going to make the same like you know we're going to like kind of go in this together we're going to do this together and so, right. like, that's what you need. Like, people who are, yeah. you know, like, I don't see Monique, like, doing this in solidarity with anyone. I don't see her trying to, you know, like, bring anybody with her. Like, she's still, like, disparaging people. Um, she In her last video, she, people, you know, because people have been talking about saying that they're not going to boycott um, Netflix because her, she called them some scared N-words. And oh I was wow! Like, wow! Wow! Okay. I was like, "Oh, I'm really." Yeah, you're not winning any. You're not. You're you're not helping yourself. And but he, and the, here's the thing though. Like again, it goes back to the fact that she's not that talented because even you know, like she's doing, she's playing this out in terms of how she wants to quote unquote fight this battle or whatever. The same way that she runs, or like her comedy skits, it's about like coming after people, and you know, and that's not com- like it's not. You know how I feel very strongly about comedy, and how I, how comedy is much harder than drama, and how there's so much more skill that goes into being a comedian than there is to being a dramatic actor, and she doesn't have that. She just, it's just. You know, it's just talking about folks and kind of based, kind of like this insult based humor that is really not, you know, like it's, it's either your, it's either your cup of tea or it isn't. But even still, there are people who do insult comedy, but there's, there's a way to do it where it's like clever and like thought out, I think like certain people like I don't necessarily have to do it you know like that's not my not do it but like like everyone but I think there are some people who know how to do it and I just don't like her brand of comedy it's just not for me it's never been for me I think I've seen her because I think me and some co-workers years and years ago went to go see Queens of Comedy and I was like horrified Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's foul. She's foul. She's so crass. They they all she's were so crass. So crass. And it's just, all the you know, were very crass. But and again, that's not. It's just not like you, it's not intelligent, clever comedy. It's just it. It's yeah. There's 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 a base for it, but it's not that big. Mm, I don't know. I don't like it. You know, whatever. Yeah, I don't like some silly things or some you know things. Sure. That, whatever. But I was just like, it's it's not for me. Um, the bottom line, I don't care. Um, and I've watched ne- what I did do was watch Netflix today. I watch. I kind of did my own Parks and Recreation wow. binge because nice. you know that makes me happy. So yeah. Okay. So yeah. Enough about Monique. Woo. So what's been going on this week with you? Ah, uh, let's see. Let's get personal. Um, 
I um, you know, it's been <laughs> it's been, it's been a week of mm-hmm. preparation um for um I mentioned last week, you know, the the ordination service is coming up at, that's so it's coming up this Sunday, so it's just in 3 days. And um yeah, so it's just been a week of getting ready for that. And today was beautiful because I was feeling um, stressed and anxious and a bunch of other feelings um, <laughs> over the course of the last several days. Um, some brought on by external factors, um, just, you know, internal stuff. Um, and um, this is, you know, this is the time of year for me that is a reflective time anyway. Um, this is this, this week. Actually, Saturday will be three years since my mom passed away, mm. and um, and February, um, just a month later in February, February twenty seventh is a, um, will be. Gosh, how many years now? Fit, wait, let me get to 16, 16 years since mm. my dad passed away. Um, so this tends this this time of the year tends to be kind of a reflective one anyway. Mm. Um, and to, um, have this very big milestone moment in my life happening, um, I think no matter what time of the year it fell on would have brought on a lot of emotions, um, just like any milestone, uh, because it reminds you that your parents aren't here, um, to celebrate or to watch that or to be proud of you. Um, so so yeah, so the fact that it's following in January, it's just kind of like, okay, we're just going to do this all at once. So um, so yeah, so I was, um, I have a great um, situation at my job because um, I have great coworkers, a great manager. And so I was um, able to take a day off today, just kind of uh, in the middle of the week. And I really needed it. It was really great. I went to the spa. Um, I had a gift certificate. So I went to the spa. Partially not on my own dime. The other part on my dime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But it was just so nice. Like it was so nice to just have a day where I like slept in a little um, I actually took care of a little bit of business because my car needed to be serviced and it had been telling me on the little dashboard that it needed, it was service time. Um, so I thought, you know, I'm going to be at the spa all day. I don't need my car. I'm not driving into work. And I don't really like to, <laughs> again, first world problems. I don't like to drive myself to and from the spa. <laughs> yes, we both share that and we get talked about by a certain yes. friend, mutual friend. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so... I was like, great, I will take my car, drop it off for service in the morning. I was like, here's the car. I'll see y'all later. I don't need it all day. And then I took um, the um, poor man's chauffeur, the my Uber, mm-hmm. and um, hopped in that and went to the spa and spent, you know, the, the larger part of the day there. And it was just a really lovely um lovely day and can I just say that so um is you know what I was thinking about today is Brooke Williams like a national thing or is that just a California thing I want to say it's just a California thing there are none out here okay so um Brooke Williams Day Spa love that place um so the folks who are out on the west coast know about it um and it's, it's basically an, an all 
all service spa with um the you know the warm cozy robes the like really comfortable like slip on uh rubber slippers and every like a whole menu of various types of treatments and at this one they have um a um one of those shower rooms like a wet it's called a wet room or wet treatment mm-hmm. room and i got what um this one thing that, that they call it the hunter's retreat I don't know what the, where the name comes from, what it has to do with anything, but basically it is the best. It's the best thing. I've done it several times. It's like my favorite service to get there. And um, if you've never had this sort of um, spa treatment before, um, what it is, is if you can imagine um, a massage table, but it's set up in a room that's like a giant shower and over the massage table, there's like a ring like a silver like ring of just shower heads like multiple shower heads like I don't know how many I think there's like a dozen shower heads and um so you and it's the same as a massage you start you know face down with your head in that little like cradle thing you know mm-hmm. you're facing that and then um and they turn the shower, all the shower nodules on at the same time. So your body is basically getting like massaged by water, like at every point. And it's like all warm. It's like this warm, <laughs> um, soothing, like cascade of water. And then and it's a body scrub service. So they, they get you all like relaxed in the water. And then you like, they scrub you down, like. They like literally. It felt like, um, you know, um, I was like, "This is what if if cars could feel something when they get washed. <laughs> this is what it must feel like." Because they like scrub like every part of like your body with like, you know, uh, like uh, kind of a I don't know if it was a sugar or salt scrub or a combination of both, you mm-hmm. know. And um, and then they like turn all the water back on, and then they like douse you with like. And they take buckets of warm water and there's, there's more water. <laughs> it's just like, it's just water and scrubbing and rinsing off. And then they take these wheat stalks that are like soaked in like essential oils. And then they like slather you with that. And then they rinse that off. And then you so they do all of that on your like backside. And then just like with a the massage, they're like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to like lift up your towel and you're going to turn around now. And, you know, you turn around and then they repeat the whole thing on your front side. That's great. I recall a similar service when I was in Las Vegas. Cause usually mm. when I go to Las Vegas, one of my favorite things to do is go to a spa. Cause everything Vegas has great spa. Everything is so like big. Cause you know, they can't just do anything small. So like their spas mm-hmm. are always amazing. Mm-hmm. So I remember doing one, I think years and years ago at the MGM spa. Mm. which was so nice. And mm-hmm. so, like, that treatment was great. Um, and you talking about Burke Williams is making me sad because a long, long time ago, I used to have a membership and go you once did. a month. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. Um, and now, it's like, the last time I went to the spa was on my birthday, and I went to the little Korean spa here. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. Nice. And just to... Um, draw the difference i had a similar service here mm-hmm. but i was not alone in the ah. room it was mm-hmm. like a semi-private room mm-hmm. um there are like eight tables <laughs> right 
Um, and you just got there, and they, you know, had a towel or whatever. Um, was there a towel? I don't even think there was a towel. Um, because <laughs> you know, Korean spots you are naked the whole time. Yeah, like, you can't. You can't be shamed. You cannot be shamed. And Korean I was like, spa. you know, I'm spending my birthday in my birthday suit. Yeah. And you know, there, you know, this is Atlanta, there are all kinds of bodies. And so uh-huh. um it's not like LA. So it was kinda of like there are all kinds of bodies and we are doing our thing. So I did do that one and again it was like I don't know what kind of soap they use or what they uh-huh. did, but they scrubbed you down like you were a newborn baby and all yep. you could see are like these peelings of like dead skin, like slopping uh-huh. off it was gross and glorious all at the same time. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that feels so good. It was awesome. It feels so good. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's a very luxurious service. And it actually isn't that expensive. Like, uh, it's so it's it's really great. So, um, that Korean was, spa is $40. Well, yeah. Korean <laughs> spa is definitely, yeah. Again, <laughs> That is that is where the the price um, goes down considerably when you share the room with seven other people. But yes, uh, <laughs> yes ma'am. Um, so that's you know. So it's it's all good though. It's all good. Awesome! Um, yeah, yeah. So glad you had this time to see. I'm starting on. It's time to go. Oh, yeah, rock you. Yeah, um, no, don't rock. Don't rock. Yeah, I also yeah. Need to use the bathroom. Oh my word, <laughs> Lord! Okay, could you stop? You're doing too much. I've been uh, drinking water. I okay, should have You really waited. need to watch your water intake, yeah. I know, especially this late. I should be drinking water this late, mm-hmm. but I always do that. Um, so, so, yeah, so, so that's, that's me. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm looking good because I also got a facial. Hey, now. Hey, now. So, I'm all glowy and super clean. Like, I'm as clean <laughs> as I get. Like, I don't get any cleaner than this. And... Um, and I'm yeah, and I'm I'm feeling much more centered and prepared to enter into this weekend as um as not just as a result of this time away, but I had a really good time Bible study last night, a really special um time with our our church folks. So um awesome. yeah, so all of that is just put me in a much better headspace and spirit space, and um so yeah, so I am I am I am ready for my uh. My, yeah. my big good. day yeah very so. good what about you ma'am um as i said earlier i've been working super crazy hours this week because of the snow days that we experienced the previous week mm-hmm. so everything i said like especially monday like i was in you know the office from like nine thirty to like 8 and then yesterday from like 10 to 7 7 30 and i was mm-hmm. like i'm exhausted so like very long days all this week some worse than others. I'm just trying to catch up from all, you know, some of the lost things and rescheduling things from um, the previous week that were uh-huh. canceled. Um, so I didn't go into the office, although, like, I really had a list of things that I needed to do. And I was just like, no, no, I'm just going to lay Not here. You know, I, you know, had a bunch of errands. So I basically stayed in bed, like, watch, you know, kind of binge watch parks and recreation. Nice. I did have to work, you know, do some work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just, you know, kind of had to, you know, communicate, touch bases with some of my clients and, you know, do some little things on social media type things or whatever and did that. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I actually tried to go out a little bit 
to go around the corner to this, my little favorite coffee shop and work from there. I was like, I need to get out a little bit because if I don't, like, getting up tomorrow is going to be horrible. And so when I got there, I was trying to look at what I wanted to order, what to go order. And the girl was like, oh, I'm closed. I already did last call. I was like, y'all closed. I'm thinking to myself, I thought they closed at 7. So uh-huh. I'm going to have to investigate that a little farther because I think she just closes down early so that she can be ready to leave at 7. Because I really don't think, but that's like a whole hour. <laughs> right, it right. Is. You did last call at what, 5.30? Right. So I was like, that's not right. I don't get anybody in trouble, but you can't be doing this. We need yeah. to do better. Yeah, that's not better. okay. So I yeah. need to, like, on their website, <laughs> on their website, on Yelp, it says 7, but she's closing down at 6, and you See? can't get anything. So, yeah, I was like, it'll take you an hour to clean up. It shouldn't. It should not take you an hour to clean up. So I was like, girl, whatever. So that was that. Um, so yeah, because wow. Friday through Saturday, Sunday are going to be a little crazy. We have a lot of things going on. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do all the things that I'm supposed to do on Saturday. Like, I think I need to be like at three places at once on Saturday. Wow. And I don't know. Like, what? <laughs> like definitely some things are... And one of the guy girls is going to be down here for a volleyball tournament. And I was going to do some advertising, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. with with Cupcake. Um, and also, um, one of my other friends, one of my classmates, I remember, passed away last year. Oh, yeah. Um, so her um, birthday is this weekend. So we're going to do a balloon release uh, for her. On Saturday, so like you know, those you know, that's you know, one thing that I know I can't miss, but I have to have you know, like a meeting with clients and all that kind of stuff on Saturday. So, you know, I just have to work out what I have to work out, but I know like there are certain places I need to be, so sure, sure, yeah, so that's that. Um, and oh, <laughs> I have to say this to you, so this is so funny. I was like, teachers are so creative, mm-hmm. so um. You know, the babies always cheer me up and just crack me up. So, so Cupcake, sweet. guy, girl, number two, her, all the elementary schools in her district um, decide, they, the, they decide to have a celebration of them, you know, making it to 100 days of school. Through oh, 100 sure, days yeah. of school. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's very typical. Okay. I did not know that that was a thing. And yeah. so they had the children dress up as old people. Oh, that's cute. And so it took everything. What I, I just found out, because I've been so busy, I just found out about this yesterday. Oh, Bessie, I talked to her, and she was, like, running around trying to get stuff for her to wear. And I was like, <laughs> why did you not tell me about this? She's like, it just slipped my mind. I was like, I could have, it took everything in me not to drive an hour and a half away just to go and, like, curate this outfit. <laughs> like, get this outfit together. I mean, I literally, it was, I was so tired. It was, like, 730 I was exhausted, but I was like, oh, maybe I should just go there real quick and help her get this outfit together. Because, you know, she got to look, Cupcake got to look adorable. So we talked about it over the phone. Like, she was out, like, looking for a wig for her. Oh, how fun. 
And so, yeah, where do you find a little old person <laughs> wig in the middle of the night? I don't understand. It wasn't like the hair places, you know, this is, you know, Atlanta, whatever. Hair places are still open. So her That's thing was true. like not spending like real wig money on a wig for a day for right. a baby. Right. So, right. So she had a wig. And so she sent me the initial picture of her last night and I literally could not stop laughing because you know <laughs> she gets a character and sure. then earlier today she sent me her class picture so it had her and her whole class like her oh, teacher was wearing wow. a little thick outfit and sitting in a rocking chair and all the little kids were like around her oh, and I love it, it was adorable and then I was like um hey where's the picture of just her she's like oh she would not wear it to school like, so she had to, I guess, change. <laughs> oh, Lord. Not, okay. <laughs> Don't be five with objections about what you will and won't wear to school. I can't. You know, that's her. So I, I had, So the oldest one was like, oh, make her wear, like, a velour, like, jumpsuit, because she associates that with old people. And so I did buy her these, like, black velvet pants. Um mm-hmm. And so she wore those because it's kind of like they're actually very cute and trendy, but uh-huh. they can also be made to look like little old people outfits. So she was like a little, as, as Bessie said, she was a like a rich old person because she had <laughs> on like these like velvet pants, a little like lousy shirt, and she had a like a fur like vest. <laughs> Um, I cannot wait to see this photo. Oh, I'm gonna send it to you as soon as we get off. And so she had <laughs> like <laughs> she had like these glasses with the like the um, yes <laughs> and her little wig, girl. And then oh she like crouch over and do the little. I was like, look, she looked over her glasses, which yeah, me out. So it was hilarious. And so that just made me so happy today to see in several pictures of her in her little old lady outfit. I just thought that was the cutest idea. That's a really cute, cute way to do it. Yeah, girl. The 100 day celebration is a regular thing in elementary schools. Um, yeah, I get every- it. I get it. And yeah, and everybody does. Everybody, you know, there's a million different versions of how to do it and, you know, grade levels usually decide or whatever you know every classroom has to represent some kind of way so yeah that's really really cute I like that yeah and it was a district wide thing and like she had said that there have been like advertisements about it like you know everywhere so I'm like again how you gonna forget but it turned out great she looked so cute I'm so glad that sounds like so much fun yeah so that's about it so yeah just pray for me that I make it through my um, I wish I had a um, a um, time turner like Hermione. Oh my gosh, yeah, you do need a time turner this weekend. Good grief. Yeah, so um, hopefully that will all work out, and you know, of course, praying for you that everything goes well. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be a lovely um, ceremony, um, service, and um, yeah gonna be all good mm-hmm. yes all right. it is late as always as always <laughs> there's no other way to do it it's always late for me and i still i think need to make a couple of phone calls before i go to sleep so who are you calling this late people someone in california okay 
was like, who are you calling? Ain't folks asleep over by you? Yeah. She's okay. with someone in Cal- a client in California, so. Okay, well, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole lot. I know. I didn't do it yesterday because I was so exhausted, so I was just like, I do need to do it today. Okay. All right, girl. All right, girl. Well, we will do this all over again next week. Thanks for oh, listening, yes. people. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find us on Pocket Cast, Google Play, Overcast, and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out. You can also like us on our Facebook page. And if you have questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle, email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com. I just thought of something. We forgot to introduce ourselves. <laughs> oh. I'm Andrea. Hi, Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.